Hello and welcome to Big Bold You, a show dedicated to inspiring everyone out there, and yes, that means you, to play bigger, be bolder, and to step out of your comfort zones so you can become the best version of yourselves. Now, I don't care if you are nine or you're 90. I don't care if you're a CEO, if you're a stay-at-home mother. I don't care if you're an entrepreneur or you're corporate America. We all can play bigger. In fact, I used to think it was a nicety for people to play bigger, but now I know it is a necessity. We live in a world where good and evil fight on a daily basis, and the only way that evil wins is when good people don't do enough. So we are going to be coming to you every Monday at 3 p.m. Central to inspire you to play bigger and get out of those comfort zones. We'll have an incredible topic and we'll have an incredible guest. And this week, I'm so excited because our topic is sell yourself for success. And our guest is the founder of Sell Yourself for Success and a wonderful dear friend of mine, Miss Ala Bardov. Ala. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm Thank so excited to have you. Everybody that knows me knows Ala because, um, you know, good friends go together in pairs <laughs> and that's what we've done. But tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, first and foremost, I am the mother of three incredible, beautiful kids. Um, their ages range um, from 26 uh, to 14. I have a 23 and they're in the middle. I'm also a wife. I have been married um, to the same man for next year. It will be 30 years. We'll be celebrating our 30 year anniversary. I'm also a businesswoman and I am a philanthropist. And these are the four pillars that I believe this is who I am and who I have evolved into. I immigrated from Russia when I was 15 years old, and as you can imagine, it has been um, it has been a journey of learning, learning the English, uh, learning the language, learning the culture, and my career started um, started in sales. And following sales, I spent 25 years working in corporate accounting and finance. Of 20 of those years, I worked for Exxon Mobil. And when I left my corporate world, I became an entrepreneur and became a small business owner for three years. And then for the last six years, I've been involved with um, multi-billion dollar direct sales a company. I'm also um, on staff of Nancy Lieberman Charities, where I help with fundraising. And I'm also the founder and creator of Sell Yourself for Success, which is a sales training platform where I help people sell better by building their confidence, helping them building a confidence in giving them the tools that they can immediately apply in their business to close more sales. Yes. And if you're out there and you're thinking, wow, how does she do it all? She does. <laughs> she does because number one, you take such great care of yourself. And number two, I'm telling you, we've got to show some pictures, Ziggy, of her beautiful family because you mentioned your family and we've got to give props to Lewis because he puts up with the two of us. We've done some crazy things and he goes along with it. And of course, the, maybe I shouldn't say he goes along with it, but he just doesn't stop us. Maybe. That is correct. And a lot of times he supports us as well. That's right. He does. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you for supporting us and for Dave supporting us. But, you know, you said a lot of things and I, I really want you to explain a little bit. And I did not, I mean, you know what our topic is, yes. sell yourself for success yes. because we are all in sales. I don't care what you do. If you're making money, you are selling a product, you're selling a service. And really it's all about relationships. People do 
do business with people they know, like, and trust. And you got to really know yourself well so you can just be real and authentic so you can be successful in building those relationships. But you said something very quickly passing, which was you immigrated from Russia when you were 15. T tell our viewers just a little bit about that journey and, and what you learned during that process. Well, the journey was obviously very difficult when you're 15 and you're a teenager, as you can imagine. It is difficult to be a teenager no matter what country and where you are. And all of a sudden you leave all your friends behind, you leave all your belongings become behind and you come to this country with two suitcases per person and you start a new life. And there's so many opportunities, there's so many possibilities and you just have to take that step and be proactive you have to um, you have to learn you have to um, you have to adapt adapt you have to adjust and you have to have a belief in yourself that you can do it and were you scared like crazy of course i was well I see that that's what i to, well of you course. have to allow yourself to be i mean scared. just think about going to a new country when you're 15 years old you don't know anyone you don't know the language and you're scared as the dickens and I really think, I mean, I, I know that you were, you were in a professional sport or you were training in Russia as a swimmer. So you had that work ethic and, and you knew what it was like to work hard, but you really, you talk about courage and we all know that courage is a result of action. You've had a lot of things in your life that you've acted upon that has increased your confidence and your courage. And you've really taken all of that and bundled it into this program, Sell Yourself for Success, that you're doing. But prior to Sell Yourself for Success, what were you doing? Well, um, I was doing my background is corporate accounting and finance. You know, and a lot of times people say, well, how did it even come about? And I just remember being in high school, being a senior in high school, and I was in one of my classes, bookkeeping classes, and the teacher said, well, today we're gonna talk about what it is that you wanna do when you grow up. And I said, well, I don't know in my broken language. And she said, you should be an accountant. And I didn't know what it was. She said, you're great with numbers. And lo and behold, I said, okay, that sounds good. And so that I started my accounting studies and accounting career. And all along, you just know that you're gonna succeed, you're gonna persevere, but you're talking about, you know, what happened when you got to this country. And the first thing, within the first week, I was in the pool swimming. You mm -hmm. had to work hard. Mm -hmm. You had to do something that's familiar to keep you grounded. Mm -hmm. And that's what gives you that confidence. It's action, you have to be in action. And I still have actually the sheet of paper that said, that I carried with me in high school that said, this person does not speak any in English. And if she gets lost, please bring her to the council. Office. I know. Is, I isn't still that have crazy? That well, okay. So I, I was in Paris with my dad, and my dad speaks um, French fluently, and I didn't speak French fluently, and he did the same thing. I had a piece of paper <laughs> that I had in my purse, <laughs> and he said, "If you lose me, just give this to somebody." And um, you know, isn't that interesting? We've never even had yes. that conversation before, yes. but you just have to do things. And, you know, this really kind of goes right along with our Ask a Life Coach video. So Ziggy, let's listen to our Ask a Life Coach video and we're gonna talk more about that. Hi, my name is Heather Joy Othout and my question for Ask a Life Coach is, what are your tips on getting yourself outside of your comfort zone? 
We know that's where the magic happens. And how do you do that on a daily basis? Just push yourself out. It's easier said than done. And I would love your tips on that. Can't wait to hear. So I love Heather and I love that she asked that question. And I think it goes along with our topic, which, you know, I think we really need to get into because people, there's so many people out there that they say, oh gosh, I don't like sales because I don't want to get out of my comfort zone and get on the phone and call and call and call. I don't like sales because I don't want to get out of my comfort zone and go to networking meetings and meet people. I don't like this or I don't like that. And it's really, I, don't you believe that the more you dig into anything, the more you become to appreciate it and like it because you get better at it? I think we don't like what we aren't good at, but just everything is a skill. So getting out of your comfort zone means you just have to do it. And sometimes you need someone to push you out of your comfort but, zone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, sometimes, sometimes you make a plan and you're gonna get out of your comfort zone. And just like you said, sometimes you're being pushed into. And just right before I was telling you, I remembered, um, I remembered when I myself was pushed into it. And there's a couple of takeaways from it. And I remember a few years ago, um, you were actually asked to do training for thousands of people and it was online. And you said, Allah, will you record it for me? And I said, sure. And the first thing I thought, thank goodness it is you and not me, but I don't have to do this because it is not, it is out of my comfort, out zone. Of comfort zone. And so I remember you came to my house and I had the camera set up and it was supposed to be almost an hour long. And I said, ready, set, go. And the next thing you did, you grabbed my arm, you pulled me in and you said, you're in it. And all I kept thinking is, oh my gosh, I'm an accountant. It's either black or white and I'm not prepared. And so what I... I remember, I remember that. that. I remember and so that. And I literally did. I just, I was like, oh, you're just going right here. And you were right there with me for 45 but, minutes. But you know, at the end, it came out to be, it's, it's an incredible experience and I'm so thankful for it. And anytime now that I'm presented with something where I have to step out of my comfort zone, I always start with thinking, it's going to be great. Yes. And I think it's a you, It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. And a lot of times when I am in front of, you know, an, an opportunity and something that's not comfortable, that's what I think. I said, the end result is going to be awesome. Right. And one other thing that I always think, um, comfort zone kills productivity. Wouldn't that's you exactly agree? right. 100%. I think the first thing that we have to do is we have to become aware. It's that self-awareness is king where, you know, very easily you could have stopped me. I mean, very easily you could have, because a lot of times, you know, you get that feeling, you're uncomfortable, you're scared. And when you start to realize, okay, I'm feeling uncomfortable, a lot of times that means you need to lean in. And it means that this is an opportunity, like you said, and you just got to do it. So you lean in and you just do it with that mindset that it doesn't matter if you win or lose, if you fall, you probably are going to fall, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're going to become better because of it, regardless what the outcome is. And that's how you get better and better. And really all the magic happens outside of our comfort zones. So you have to become comfortable being uncomfortable. 
Absolutely. And just to take it back to your point, you translate it into sales. As you said, I can't tell you how many people I meet now that I've done a lot of sales trainings and I get to talk to people. A lot of people don't go to networking events. Isn't they, that crazy? It is because they're go scared. Go network. Everybody's got to go network. They need to go network. You have, it's all yes. about relationships. Yes. Everything in life is about yes. relationships. So yes. you got to go out and meet people, folks. Okay? Go meet you people. Know? And before you do, before even if you go to a sales meeting and you're nervous and it is not in your comfort zone, picture the result. Mm -hmm. Picture the result. And then share with someone that you trust or right. somebody that will push you in a positive direction, not somebody who will say, I just know how scared you are. But some, <laughs> if you have a gr great friend, great friend right, exactly. who's always positive, share that and say, you know, and it's okay to allow yourself to be anxious. Yes. And if you allow yourself to be anxious, it'll make the whole process easier, don't you think, Jim? Yes. Well, here's the thing is, if you're not doing something on a daily, weekly basis that makes you a little <laughs> bit anxious, you're going to, what's it, what's the saying? You're either growing or you're dying. dying. You're not declining folks. You're either growing or you're dying and growing means stepping out of your comfort zones and being scared. But see, I think a lot of people, what they do is they want to stay in their comfort zones and so they start to make excuses i'm too busy i can't do this because xyz you start to to make excuses why you can't do something and and really you're just scared and you're allowing your fear to stop you from doing the things that you need to do to grow and that's what i, I you know knowledge is power and i think that's one of the things i love about your four p's and you got to share with everybody what your four P's are because when you know what to expect, when you know that you're going to get anxious, potentially, when you know you're going to get a little bit scared, when you know things are not going to be exactly comfortable the way you might like it, but you know it's something that you have to do, you just do it. So the four P's, tell them a little bit more about that. So what the P, four P's are, that's my system. And this is something that I have learned and I have practiced over the years. My sales career started with door-to-door -door sales. I mean, can I you believe can, that? No, that? Can no, you I believe mean, that? Well, you well, you were probably just scared as can be to do your door-to-door -door sales. You know, and I was, and I had to step out of my comfort zone and imagine it's yes, you are doing door-to-door -door sales, but imagine your English, your English. That's you didn't right. even speak English that great because it takes a while to learn the language. And with that, you just want to see the results. And you know, when I look at sales, I don't ever look at sales that I am a salesperson. I am someone who delivers this incredible value mm -hmm. to someone I talk to and I am passionate about sales and I am a true believer that everybody can succeed in sales. Everybody and can. Everybody can. And so jumping into my four P's, so what I have learned, not only that, I was one of the top performers and that's, um, I have received scholarship from them as well and I'm also part of the uh, multi-billion direct dollar sales company and I am consistently one of the top enrollers for new customers. And what I have learned, I took my system and I bottled it and it starts with the first P and it is presence. That's so you important. Know, it's so important. It is so important. It, you know, it's your energy, it's, it's your confidence, it's the smile on your face. How many times do you, hey, we've been out and people, they're just not smiling, they're not happy and that's not a very good 
positive presence. Absolutely. <laughs> and that is the first thing. You know, a lot of times people will come in to sales organization and all they want, what is the system? What is the system? I want to learn this. But what they're not realizing is the system starts with them. When you meet someone, you have 10 seconds. You literally have 10 seconds to sell yourself. And, you know, people don't like, oh, I don't like selling. Why are you saying selling? You know, and even if you are not in a sales business, you sell. I, I tell my story about my son who was 13 uh, last year when he was 13 and he came up to me and he had this great idea. He knew how he was going to make money. And, um, and he kept asking me and asking me and I kept saying, no, I said, are you selling? And he said, well, not until you go with my idea. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you trying to sell your idea to me? And he looked at me and said, yes, I am. Yes, I am. So the point that I'm trying to make that we all sell. We'd all do. And you know, it's funny because you obviously know my kids. Yes. It's Brady, who is, I have amazing children. I've got five and they're incredible, each and every one of them in their own ways. But one of the things Brady said, and this goes exactly along with your P presence, is he said, every time you go outside, you are on audition. Absolutely. I, I you're absolutely on audition because every time you go out, you're going to be meeting people. You're going to be interacting with people and you don't know who is sitting next to you. You don't know who's standing next to you at the grocery store, in line at the movies. You just don't know. So you always have to put your best foot forward. And that's Absolutely. what presence is yes. all about. Yes. So that's my first P. And you know, with that goes, you never get a second chance to make that first impression. Yes. You have 10 seconds. And that first impression is your lasting impression. So it is. It that's is the first P. Is. And so I teach people, you know, what does it take? What can you do to gain confidence? Mm -hmm. And then second P, my uh, system is people. And it is really understanding people. And it's understanding what is important to them mm -hmm. and not to you. Exactly. That's exactly right. You know, and it's funny because we were somewhere the other day and somebody was trying to, to, to sell something and you were like, they didn't even ask me what I want or what I value. You know, it's like I waited tables when I was in, in college and I loved it. I was, in fact, I was talking to my husband about this today and I, I loved waiting tables. But what if you went to a restaurant and somebody just came through, here, here's your lunch, here's your dinner. You're like, I didn't order that because they didn't take the time to ask you what you wanted. But I think that's one of the things it's so important is you have to always be adding genuine value to people. And what one person values isn't what another what another person values. And it might not be what you value as well. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it just makes me think, you know, I always like, I like examples. And I'll never forget uh, one time I wanted to buy these cleaning products from, from a, a lady who was selling them. And um, I came to her and I said, you know, I'm really interested. I want to buy some of your products. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're going to love them. They're going to smell so great. But she didn't ask why it is. Why did I want to buy the products? And mm -hmm. all I wanted was the only reason I wanted is because they didn't have chemicals in it. Mm -hmm. So the point is, what is important to the person you're talking to? And if you ask the right questions, and it's all about asking the right questions, because unless you ask the right questions, you can't get the right answers and you can't exactly. solve the problem. That's so true. That's so true. And one thing I love, you know, of course, you're the founder of this, but you have a workshop, you have e-courses, but you give so many great examples. I mean, great examples. I went to your workshop and I, I'm a note taker anyway, and I was taking so many notes because again, it helps 
having that 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 education and that knowledge really does help you feel confident having that knowledge and power. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And you know what I have noticed, it doesn't matter if you're brand new to sales or if you've been in sales for 20 to 30 years, you will walk out with the tools that you can literally immediately apply in your business. And I think you applied them right in the workshop. But you know, but here's exactly, I did. <laughs> yes, you did. But you know what, here's the thing too, is we get set in our comfort zones and everything that we do. So even if you've been in sales forever or whatever your line of your industry is, and again, like you were saying, you can, you don't have to be in traditional sales because everything you do, you know, you're in fundraising as well. And our mastermind, as a matter of fact, We've partnered with the Nancy Lieberman Charities because we know how important it is. We've got the Nancy Lieberman um, Charities camps, basketball camps going on right now. And in September, we have a golf tournament going on. So if you're interested in helping send kids to camp, or if you have a, a child that you think would be interested in attending a camp or playing golf, Come on, I know we got a lot of golfers out there. Y'all better share this video. Let's get some <laughs> golfers playing. But it doesn't matter what industry you're in, you these are skills that everybody needs to know. Um, I love your I, I love your number three P and number four P, but I think I love the four the best. <laughs> well, let's just really quickly then. Uh, the number four is product. And it is really knowing how your product will solve someone's problem. Mm -hmm. It is not what your product does. It is not what your company has done. You know, a lot of times you hear people will lead, well, my company did this, but that's not what's important. What's important is how your product, your service, or the success of your company will solve, solve someone's, someone's problem. problem. Their pain exactly. point. Exactly. Their pain point. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, if you got some wrinkles <laughs> over here, you want something to solve this pain point for you. Yes. And that's what's so important is what does your product or your exactly. services, exactly. what pain point, what problem does it solve? Exactly. And you know, if somebody comes and says, Allah, oh, um, I can sell ice to the Eskimos, well, you know what? You need to come to my workshop because <laughs> that's not what makes a great salesperson. If you're selling ice to the Eskimos, that's what gives this no bad notion to the salespeople that they're pushy, that they don't care about the customer. So that is that is not a good trait, unlike what people think. Well, you know, one of the things that you say, and I love it, is when you really do want to add value to someone's life, which that's what I'm all about, that's what you're all about, you know, good people want to add value to people's lives. Good people want to help make their lives better. Um, and sometimes better doesn't mean easier. Let's be honest, okay? <laughs> Don't, <laughs> it's not going to be easier. But when you're adding value, you feel good about the process. When you're not adding value and you're trying to push things on people and give them things that they don't want, that's when you feel badly about it. And that's what I love that you really, you talk about that a lot in your workshops and, and, and your e-courses and everything like that. Well, that's exactly it. You feel it in your gut. When you have not done a great job solving somebody's problems, it's hard to ask for the sale. And that takes us into the fourth B, which is persuasion. And you know, persuasion is people think it's, yes, of course you wanna make the sale, but it's not always making the sale. It's influencing someone into action. What is that action? It could be, you know, getting somebody to get to a phone call, to a meeting, to do a presentation. And when I think of persuasion, it's um, also persistence. So there's a kind of a couple of P's right. in that persuasion. 
and it's asking for the sale. It is following up. And I do want to spend, I always like to bring value, provide value. Yes, and, you do. Uh, and so I told Jens, you know, I'm going to give people some, some ideas and some tools on the follow-up because a lot of, so many sales are lost in the follow-up process. Only 44% of people give up after the um, first follow-up, but it takes over 80% of sales are made after fifth follow-up. Yes. So only 10% of people make 80% of sales. And you know, what, what blows my mind in is people are busy, okay? We are busy in life. I don't know. I, I have had people that will call me and they'll call me and they'll text me and they'll email me. And I love these people, okay? I love them and I just am busy. But that's what people need to realize is if you're busy, so are other people, and you just have to be persistent with people and be kind and add value and realize that it's just going to take time. But as long as you're following up with value, but you've got some great follow-up tips. Uh, yes. So you, I did, did you bring some? Um, I did. Okay. I did. I did bring some tips. I, we, okay, the, there you the, go. You know, I love it. The, the biggest thing that I hear is people said, I just don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a tool. I'm going to give you a tip. And once you hear it, you will never be able to say, well, I did not know what to say during the follow-up. So let's go ahead and bring up some do's and don'ts. But as you said, the number one rule, you always follow up with value. So what does that mean? Don't come to someone and say, I am just checking in. I think that's what people do the most. I'm so just too. checking in, I'm, following I'm up. Guilty I'm, <laughs> I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. So don't ask if they made a buying decision. Oh, I just called to check in, touch base. Don't do that because what happens, you're only caring about one person and, and only person, you. and that is you. And that's what gives salespeople a bad name. Right. So what do you do? You create value through every follow-up. So when you're following up, think of what it, what can can you say? You know, what maybe you did not mention during the first presentation. Maybe you went online and you did some more research. So present them with some quality information. And this way you will never not know, you know, what to say. Or maybe if your company was featured in a magazine or an ad or if morning news, whatever it is, that's what you want to follow up with. Or even if there's a special offer. Yeah, exactly. Like or a special, a special yes, absolutely. offer going on. Yeah, or, you know, I think that the, again, I think that we know the fortune is in the follow-up. We know that. And don't you think also it's important when you genuinely care about the people that you're going back and forth with, when you are, when you want what's best for them and you genuinely care, you know, love takes time, you know, yes. love takes time. <laughs> Absolutely. It takes time. It's all, like you said, about building relationship. It's building trust. Totally it's building trust. trust. You have to build trust and you have to provide value. You know, it's, that's that's what it's all about. I mean, I love sales. So look at this and look at the last. I mean, there's a whole lot Don't more tips. Stop. Don't stop until you get a response. I know. Isn't that it's, crazy? So many people will, stop. they will, they'll just, they, somebody doesn't get back to them. They don't return a call. And I don't know. What are your thoughts about the phone? Get get on the phone. Get on the phone, get on the phone well, and make some calls, folks. Yes, you know, and I always say use different methods. Don't just text. Don't just email. Don't just use the phone. Alternate. Some people are busy, or maybe they drop their phone in, in a toilet. You know, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. Uh, but that is because of the follow-up. Because there's so much money is lost during the follow-up process. That is why I created. Um, 
um, your e-course. my e-course, my e-course about the follow-up to help people, but I give them tools, I give them tips. We go much deeper. So that's the first um, e-course is the power of follow-up. After my workshops, I always do a survey and I ask, you know, what is it that you liked most? What do you want more of? And there were two things, two top things. One was follow-up, please help with follow-up. And the second, believe it or not, is elevator pitch. Mm -hmm. It is amazing how, how much people, people are afraid to go networking events because of the follow-up, because of the uh, because of pitch. elevator pitch, and I will just give one advice. Um, my second e-course is just about ready, and it is creating pitch perfect elevator pitch. But what I want people to realize when you go to events, and this is a tool, and people say, "Well, I am a real estate agent. I am um, I am a photographer. I am this or I'm that." What you're doing is you're creating in my so if I had a bad experience with one of those people what am I gonna think of immediately that's what I'm gonna think of the person that I had a bad experience so don't say I am I am a real estate agent who are you draw a picture of who you are draw a new picture in this person's mind and that's what I um, that's what I really teach in right. my in the in the e-course and I think that's amazing and, and it your your stuff is incredible and I'm so excited and proud of you I've been on this journey with you you know you're in the mastermind that I facilitate yes. you're also involved in a lot of other things that I'm involved with and I've seen you grow and develop and really bless so many people's lives with your gifts and your talents, which that's really what playing bigger is all about. Playing bigger means you're going to step out of your comfort zone and you're going to be bolder and you're going to do things that are going to make this world a better place. And you know, the thing about it is we got to be doing things in a much bigger way. So that's really what I love about what you've done and I've experienced it firsthand and you've helped so many people. I can't wait to see all the other people that you're going to help. Thank bless. you. Thank you. For Thank sure. You. Yes. Definitely. Now, do you have any last closing tips before we get to laughter is the best medicine? Um, you know, my most important tip probably, not probably, it really is, is a sales process starts with you. I mean, that's, that's really where it starts and it's your presence and it's your confidence. And that is what, what you want to relate to the world and how you relate it to the world that is how the world will respond to you. That's exactly right. I love that. I love that. Now, I cannot tell you how much fun it is having people on the show that really do genuinely want to add value to people's lives. So I'm so grateful for that. And we're going to segue into our last our last segment of the show, which is laughter is the best medicine. And we're going to we're going to watch a little a little clip. I just wanted to give you a quick call and tell you that the Phillips family loves you so much and Matisse gives you a big hug and he says, Mwah! <laughs> I think we need more laughter in our life. Okay, so here's the scoop on that. Okay, so we want you to send us videos for Ask a Life Coach. We want to as you want we want you to send us videos on laughter is the best medicine. And I had a friend of mine, um, so very Christy, and I was just not having a really good day. And she, that's her dog. And there's an app that's called 
my talking pet. Now, I don't have any pets, but I think I might do this to somebody else's pet because it's hysterical. To get that video where it's, hi, Jens. <laughs> I laughed so hard. And of course, everybody that knows me knows that I'm all about laughing. I'm all about doing silly things and pranks and everything because I really do believe laughter is the best medicine. And I know that we've done some pranks on this one over here. And I, I should have I should have done the video of some of the pranks we've done on you. Yes, y'all done a great job pranking with pranks <laughs> on me. That that's for sure. Because I guess in Russia you don't do that, right? Um, you know, not 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 people a lot. are more serious in Russia, uh, right? They are. They they are more serious. I think they are. Well, at least when I was there, you know. <laughs> but um, but we have we have started you know pulling pranks here too. So, so what are some pranks you pull? Well, so um, so the funniest prank, and oh my gosh, I think I'm gonna give ideas to a lot of people right about now. But when I was in college, I had a great roommate, and so one night I took a thread, um, a really pretty uh, thicker thread, and I took the sheet of uh, the bed, and I took it and I just kind of went like this all over the bed and I just put it and then I put the sheet back on and so at night we go to sleep we turn off the lights and I'm quietly I start to pull the thread from my bed because it was really long and she jumps and she's like oh my gosh there's something crawling and she takes turns the lights on she opens the covers and she's like oh my god there's nothing there maybe it just you know went away whatever it was she goes back and I slowly kept pulling and kept pulling it was so so okay, you're going to have to show me how to do that. It you're going to have to show me how to do that. It was so funny. Just okay, so the this is just... what we're going to do. I would love it if somebody out there would do that. Do a video. Do a video for us where you explain how yes. to do this, okay? Yes. And yes. then we can show everybody out there exactly how to do it. Then you can do it to somebody and then videotype it and send it to I us. I think that's a great idea. I, I might do that, that. on my 14-year-old son. <laughs> I want to see what y'all are doing to one another because I know you're doing it. Show us those videos where you are making people laugh and, you know, whatever it is, because we know that we've got to make people have a better time in this life. So we're so, so excited that you tuned in. Ola, we're so excited that you joined us. And we're so excited that everybody else out there joined us as well. So remember, come and see us every Monday at 3 p.m. Central. Let us know what you wanna hear, what you want us to talk about. Let us know if there's somebody that you know that you would like to see featured because we want to help show people through others' examples of their lives how to play bigger, be bolder, and become the best version of yourself. So until we meet again, be big, be bold, and most importantly, be you. Bye-bye.